The Parade Day Disaster, A Perfect Storm, by Reggie Pillerman, Pillar of the Community. It's been a long month in Old Crescent. Adelaide Street has finally reopened. The silence which followed the chaos of Parade Day has ebbed away. Music can be heard again. And with the danger past, people are starting to feel safe once more. At least, that's what people keep telling me. But I refuse to echo these comforting platitudes because I see them for what they are. And that is insidious untruth. If you live on these same streets alongside me, then you haven't known safety for a long time. The status quo that you feel returning is one of complacency. It's been a long month in Old Crescent, but are our memories really so short? We remembered that there was a riot, and there was gunfire, and there was an explosion, but do we forget why we were rioting? Do we forget that the crowd of citizens who had left their homes that day to celebrate with their family and friends and neighbours, to celebrate a day that they could feel a part of the larger community without the fear that infests our streets? We're forced to realise that in this city, we can't afford them even that one day, as with a twisted irony upon that parade flow, they bore witness to a tableau of cruelty and abuse, emblematic of the true state of affairs in Old Crescent. Do we forget that when confronted with this visceral representation of our reality, we united in righteous outrage, finally stood up and said no. Either way, we do not forget that it was only then that the bullets started flying. Over this past weekend, people came together again on Adelaide Street, this time to clean up the remains of the exploded float. Let this be a lesson in the strength of a community mobilized, in the power of taking direct action to solve our problems together. Let's not let this be a lesson in sweeping things under the rug. We may have removed the wreckage, but our blood still stains those streets. It's been a long month in Old Crescent, but we've got a lot longer to go. What do Terravetta and her wife or whatever trade in? Like, what is, what's their business? So, the terrific Terravetta runs a high-level think tank and research lab in the university district. Her wife, Glorabelle, the fairy, oversees day-to-day operations there. But these are the people that we just did a job with. No, right no, before. it was um, Jenny Nonplu is the one who hired us, and she apparently knows... Um, the fairy who is married to the person who runs the think tank. Glorabelle and Terabeta, respectively. Yes. It'll be fine. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was hoping, yeah. I was hoping to so, make friends at the university, but rob people mm-hmm. from the university. Sure. So, I mean, that sounds like it might be an opportunity. Yeah, sounds spite. like it might be an opportunity to use the gather information rule. So if you want to gather information about what might be going on there, we can do a roll. I'd like to... Do a roll. <laughs> I want it. Is it so to, for the 
questions? Have we got to ask the things at the bottom of the sheet or or is it more no you can ask me whatever and then you'll just have to roll something appropriate for finding out the answer okay i want to go and see janie okay cool sounds good janie always a pleasure hello shake what uh i, I thought we agreed I'm, I'm, that i'm just we wouldn't... here for uh for another cup of that lovely chamomile tea and i and i give her a wink and... <laughs> sure okay uh, and she goes back and fixes you a cup and then brings it out. Um, and there is a little a little note on the bottom of the napkin that she hands to you with okay, it. Okay. Um, what do you want? I, I, I just, I guess, write on the underneath, like, quick talk, like, question mark, and then, like, sort of, like, take my... If, if there's a napkin, I'm assuming it was sort of, like, on a plate, the cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little saucer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll just, I'll just take, I'll just pick up the cup because like the heat doesn't really bother me, and just hand her the plate back. <laughs> okay. Um, she looks at you, and then she looks very intentionally across the room. Um, at <clears throat> at Quill Tacky, who you know is one of the enforcers uh, for the Sharps. He runs the street level protection racket. Or sorry, she runs a street level the sharps street level protection racket. Carries around a two-pronged fire poker, uh, which she has leaned against the chair next to her. And she's looking at the two of you with great interest. That that'll be all, thank you. And like wave dismissively. Mm-hmm. Uh Quill keeps watching you. I sip my tea and then leave like assuming that like we have a protocol set up for when we need to talk but can't yeah in fact you do because as you leave uh another one of the tech smugglers pops out of the uh, uh pops out of the way uh pops out from a little nook um it's cooper who's a gnome um he, he pops up and says what do you what, what do you need hey coop uh i just i needed to speak to janie uh when she's when she's available about uh uh, a friend of hers. All right. I think I can make that happen. And we jump to the two of you in a much more safe location, maybe even in your lair. Doesn't even, doesn't really matter unless you have a specific suggestion. I would not take her there. Yeah, that makes sense. That is that is our place. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, do, <laughs> do you know what? Maybe just like out of annoyance, uh, I take her to the uh Harbourshire Hotel's, like, restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, out of spite that I can't go there anymore. Just, like, sure. go and throw me out. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice of you to... It's nice of you to pony up for a meal like this, but... Oh, no worries. What, no worries. What is... What is this about? Well, I was... You, you're gonna have to give me a name again, because I forgot. <laughs> uh, you are talking to Jenny Nonplu, I presume, about Glorabelle. Oh, no, not, not Jenny. Uh, Sorry, that was the name, but I'm yeah, Glorabelle is the fairy. Glorabelle, yeah, that, there we go. Uh, I was just hoping that we could have a little chat about your friend Glorabelle. Is that okay? Uh, her face falls. What's there to talk about with Glorabelle? Um, it's you know, I just obviously noticed that you knew each other, and well, she also noticed that we knew each other. Let's say, and um. She offended one of my friends, and you know, there's, there's obviously, you leave Glory alone. 
I have got no intention of hurting her. That's not what this is about. I I just came to speak to you, you know, not only on a professional basis, but as a friend. Like, I've, it's none of my business how you know each other at all. I'm just letting you know that she doesn't seem to be very happy with what my business is. And I think that would obviously extend to you. I don't need, I probably don't need to tell you that. You know her better than me. But um, as far as my business is concerned, I wanted to know what you know about her wife. Cool. So this sounds like it's going to be a roll. Yeah. Um, I'm going for consort. I think that makes sense. Roll it. Risky standard? Uh, Or is it? Mm, Risky standard sounds good. No, risky great. Risky great for a reason that I know. Six. Six ain't bad. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Here's what she tells you. Um, ever since they've, the terrific Tarabeta picked up a very, very, uh, expensive slash valuable contract from, uh, from the watch, she's been particularly concerned with the affairs of her research lab, uh, and not so much with the affairs of her home life. And Glorabelle, who works in the lab, has, uh, has gotten frustrated with the lack of attention she's receiving from her wife and boss. The thing that she tells you um, is that she and Glorabelle have taken up together and want nothing more. And Janie wants nothing more than for Terabetta to lose everything so that she and Glorabelle can be together. Um, I think I can help you there. Great. What do you need to know? Well, you said you wanted to lose everything. I'm inclined to take everything. (laughs) I think we can make that work. Um, Let me have a quick look at these questions to see what actual information I can glean, just as an example. mm -hmm. Um, How can I get Well, I guess, does... With... uh, Terabetia? Is it Terabetia or Terabetta? Terabetta. With a Terabetta working in the lab all the time, and from the sounds of it, Glorabelle. Glorabella? I'm shit with names. Glorabelle, yeah. Glorabelle complaining about that a lot. I want to know what information she has about the lab. Obviously, I'm not sure how much you can give me. I did mm-hmm. get great effect, but I don't know what that extends to. But any of this list, <laughs> what's in the lab? How mm-hmm. do we get in? What security is there? Any of those would be great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what's in the lab? Well, they've been working on a new sort of distilled electroplasm. One that they can use to... One that a non-magic user for instance, a a member of the watch can use as a single-use charm. Um, And the idea being it's a little globe of electroplasm. You shatter it and you wish, and it's effectively a wish in a a bottle. Um, Very powerful little bit of gear. Very expensive to distill, uh, but a very potent weapon in the hands of the right opponent. And the lab has just hit a major breakthrough. Um a way to actually seal a wish stably so that it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't fade. What else do you want to know? Um, does 
she know anything about like the layout of the lab like what we would need to get in no janey does not like um janey has never been there but yeah uh she does i'm not not looking for like a floor plan i just mean like if she knows about like if she's picked up anything about like no i I don't think laura likes talking about work either the only yeah, thing that, that she could sense. do is get you some some of Glorabelle's access card or whatever. Um, oh, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. She says, I'll see what I can do. Um, Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Terrific Terabetta runs the research lab slash think tank, which is, like, based at the uni, but is very closely associated to the magicians. Um, yeah, we're going to rob them out of spite. <laughs> now, we're, I bring, uh, we're talking through this now, and I just do want to make a couple of things clear. If you do this, this job, you're going to be going up against a Tier 3 target. Right now, you are Tier 1. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big jump. I'm not saying is that it, it can't be done. Sorry, I was going to... So is as are they is this like specifically the magicians uh faction and not just someone associated with them? That is correct. You're you'll be making a move against someone who is part of the magicians faction and thus has access to the resources that the magicians guild has, which include better security, magical traps, uh access to various uh controlled magical constructs in the city, that sort of thing. So I bring this up just to say, you know, there are plenty of things to do in this city, and this is definitely one of them. But this is also <laughs> fraught with peril in a way that your previous job uh, wasn't as much because you were wait, going wait, up wait. against a, a weaker Our target. previous job wasn't fraught with peril. Oh, it was, but like you were, you were going up against. Are a you saying that it, was, it shouldn't have been fraught with peril? We just fucked it up. I'm not, it's, no, it's, the the shops were tier two. And the magicians are tier three. Ooh. So like as, we got as this. above as above <laughs> us the shops Ooh. as above us the shops are, the magicians are to the shops. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. And if we can take down the sharps, we can take down these magicians. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Are we are we tier zero or tier one? You're tier one. <laughs> okay. There are, okay. There are yeah. four of you. Oh, here's a thing to consider as well. Not that I'm saying we shouldn't do this. In fact, I've got a case for why we should. But just so that everyone else realizes, this is probably going to result in a war. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Maybe if we get enough of those bottled wishes, we can uh, take care of that. (laughs) (laughs) I wish for world peace. Oh, no. Nothing so mundane. Okay. Um, yeah, it, for reasons why we should do this, um, in a conversation, me and Art were just having, like, before we started, like, uh, basically, like, Art was talking about how, like, these are the people you would go to if you were a corporation who wanted people to not be so upset about their rent being so high, etc. <laughs> like... These are scumbags. <laughs> I wouldn't call them scumbags. As my totally with my totally neutral centrist GM hat on, uh, <laughs> these are people providing a valuable service in a society um, to the people who are able to pay for it by accumulated capital. Now, if I were to take off that hat scum. and be me as a person, yeah, they fucking suck. Let's go and take <laughs> them down. 
but just know that doing so will put you <laughs> in a very, trying. very vulnerable position going forward. So yeah, this is a big kind of risky choice, and I'm into it. Okay. Well, let's and Terabetta is personally terrible, so screw her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Terabetta yeah. only had like one line or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, she. I, so I listened back to this last night. What one of the things that she did was she actually cursed Second Sakar. Uh, what? To, well, not curse. Curse is a very strong word. She, like, she cast okay. a spell. Hexed might be the the right magic word. Oh for yeah. It. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, I, I was outside. I don't know what happened. And it, like, and it was like six to eight hours later. Yeah, yeah that's fucked. No, let's let's go fuck them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into it. I mean, it, it seems like y'all are pretty unified on this, which I'm very excited about. It's time to choose a plan. You've got six options. Does anyone want to read those options off for the group? Uh, let's see. We oh, have. Find them again. Um, we have. Assault, occult, deception, social, um, stealth, and transport. Those are your options. Each of those options requires you to tell me only one detail. So pick an option, tell me the detail, and we'll roll and get into the fight. Hmm. I'm guessing this is my guess here. <laughs> <laughs> that this is going to be stealth. Yeah, I probably say if we're going to sneak into a place it would be stealth Mm. yeah i think i agree is the is the key card for getting us into the building or just into terabetta's into the lab like into into the the lab lab, i think yeah i assume that the Mm. the key card doesn't apply to the university in general we could do an assault on the lab Mm-hmm. And then get the plan. get get the wish vials, and then wish that nobody <laughs> saw it. <laughs> oh no! Let's not. <laughs> I so feel I like it's a loophole to this. I haven't told you what the mechanical impact of a wish vial is yet, so I'm excited no, for you to find. We some. don't really know what these are. I was just assuming that it works vaguely like the Fairly Odd Parents, but um, well, yeah, I was gonna guess that like. Like every wish, there is an iconic, iconic fucking words, ironic consequence. <laughs> so, Which okay. is pretty uh, iconic. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 wish consequences. So. Anyway, I've heard a vote for deception. I've heard a vote for assault. Does anyone else have a plan that the, uh, uh, we can I also do this by elimination? Self. Does anybody, sorry, not deceptive stealth. Does anybody have a plan idea that they think would not be appropriate here? Like just a limit down the list that we're choosing. Uh, from. Well, we could. <laughs> I'm not magic. I don't want to do a cult. Yeah, and a cult plan Uh, is probably a bad call for this faction in particular. We could do Uh, a deception plan where we deceive them into hiring one of us as a lab tech. That is a stretch. (laughs) Is it a stretch? (laughs) I mean, wait, I mean... I'm don't pretty forget. good at the stretch, the stretch aspect of these games. <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget, like, that could come up later. Yeah, and also, <laughs> don't forget that the magicians are at negative two with you, and the shocking Salvanto, who was one of the magicians Scott met last time, sort of vaguely recognized uh, Second Sakar, the character. Um, oh, I forgot about that guy. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think shocking Salvanto will come up in this one, because he runs a different lab, but, ah. like, the magicians definitely know about you as a group 
Yeah, they kind uh, of hate us too much not to. Your criminal so past. in that so case, stealthy. I think deception and social are completely off the table. All right, I so I shouldn't hand these guys my resume. Is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't think they're looking for a lizard with abs right now. <laughs> uh, m- m- Mr. Gates, I see you had uh, 16 years working with the East Street Dragons. <laughs> Tell me, what was that like? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I had a lot of field experience. Yeah. <laughs> Under my re- relevant skills, it just says abs. <laughs> <laughs> Just spreads the entire interview flexing for no reason. <laughs> you You just take off you take off your shirts and you say, "This is my resume." Looks <laughs> fabulous in sexy Godzilla mask. Mm-hmm. Oh, resume! I'm, I'm noticing a trend playing in games with you, uh, Tom, where almost all your characters seem to like find an opportunity to I don't know be in a speedo or. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Anyway, so yeah, we should yeah. probably do stealth. <laughs> like so. Don't forget, I vote stealth. If, if things come to it on the mission, then we can still assault, deceive, and socialize with people. Yeah, I'm sure assaulting <laughs> will happen. I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah. us. Yeah. But I don't want to go up to the university where they're making wishes and just start a fight. Oh, no, no. Bad. That's bad. What's yeah, that, that <laughs> seems dangerous. Mm-hmm. Especially Check now. It. Okay, so if you're going to trespass unseen, you need to give me one detail. The point of infiltration. I think there's a thing that might become cliche over the course of this season, but like I think it's something that is like too good to ignore, um, which is the fact that um, on our crew sheet... One of the, the upgrade that we have is underground maps and pass keys. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the faction that likes us the most are the tunnelers. So I think basically anytime we have to sneak into somewhere, it's gonna be via the underground places. Well, if it's if it's accessible via the underground, can we, we can at least get into like a basement? Like go from yeah, there. I feel like we've got to at least get on campus in a way that's real sneaky. and as a rule i think basically anywhere within the city limits of crescent city as a whole you can get to via a tunnel if you're in good with the tunnelers Uh, so there's no like floating buildings or anything like that. oh there are floating buildings that's a good point thank you tom for reminding me that some of these buildings do float Mm. yeah i mean just making sure this lab isn't a floating lab because that might not be a tunnel to the aviary but no there is it's not i mean there has to be Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. For illegal activities, mm-hmm. such Maybe as ours. Maybe like a Futurama-style tube tunnel shooting up to the, <laughs> to the floor. Right, except that so. it's, it's a Futurama-style tube tunnel, except that it only moves uh, sewage, because it's a sewage line. Oh. Oh. Um, so, just... You know, Yeesh. just put you know, like, on Futurama. like on Futurama. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, when they go and meet the mutants. Yeah, just like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, Mutants in the Dark, when the beta came out today, we should play that at some point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's up next. All right. <laughs> it sounds like it's time to pick our load, everybody. What, you, what amount of load right. are you bringing to the stealthy, stealthy mm. plan? Uh, heavy, obviously. I mean, light. Ooh. I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. 
because I think that's a very personal thing, but I'm, I, as a, I'm just thinking like, okay, I need to have equipment, but I also need to maybe reserve the option to be able to explain away that equipment if I'm seen and don't want to fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm struggling between light mm. and normal. I'm going to go same here. I think the thing is, light. like, if we are normally encumbered, our likelihood of getting noticed in, like, what I imagine is a semi-high security building is pretty high. Because uh, we yes. don't have the... Last time we went normal and we had the advantage of... Um, we had some advantage that The costumes. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone's wearing costumes and carrying big bags. Right, whereas nobody's nobody's wearing costumes in the university lab today, so... No. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, going, go I'm going light. I'm going light. Rad. Yeah, I think, I think that I gotta go light. All right. Four and light. I'm going to... Oh, sorry. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, say your thing, and then it's going to be time for us to figure out our dice, which is my one oh, opportunity I, to roll. I was just going to say I'm going to mark this item now because it's not something that can be hidden, but I'm going to be using my cane sword this go. Yes, because you have decided to uh, pilfer, not pilfer, but uh, Second Sakaar has we been traded. gracious enough. Speaking of which, Second Sakaar, I just want to point out two things. One, you do not have your demolition tools back, so right. you cannot mark those during <laughs> this mission. Can uh, I give those are gone. No. Well, can I, I mean, you them? can, but like, I would so prefer... then I'll just be without them. <laughs> I would I would prefer the version of this where Scott doesn't have them at all. Um, yeah, okay, okay. I'm fine with that. I don't think we're going to need to worry Demolish. about that. Yeah, I can't see why you'd need the sledgehammer on a stealth mission. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can think of a couple of reasons, but... Yeah, you know. I mean, it's always um, useful, like... <laughs> like rapid escape, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. Okay, so to, oh, yeah, no, sorry. sorry. Yeah, say say your piece. I was just going to say to clarify, so like, because I have your cane sword, do you have the vial of slumber essence that I offered in return? Uh, yes, I will definitely uh, have <laughs> okay. some slumber essence. Uh, nice. That cane sword has no description, so it's just a cane sword. Mm -hmm. In case you don't yeah. know what one of those is, it's a sword that looks like a cane. I've had one of those. <laughs> My ex broke it. Rest in peace. Oh. Rest in peace, your cane sword or your ex? Oh, no, no, not that one. <laughs> anyway. Lonnie, delete this. Moving um, on. All right. So, engagement roll time. My favorite part of this game is asking you these questions, so get excited for the questions I'm about to ask. Here we is go. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? Um, oh, yes. Hell yeah. All right. You are up to two dice, um, starting with the one for sheer luck. Does uh, the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? We don't really know that. Nope. That's not like even remotely. You have to say that. Um, is the target strongest oh, no, against this approach? We don't know. Um, is that wait? What was that question? Does your plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? It oh, doesn't. No. Um, yeah. And then the the inverse of that: Are you hitting them where they're strongest? Not really. So we'll skip this bit. Um, you've got friends or contacts providing aid or insight for this operation because the tunnelers are going to get you in. Um, and we've got that key card. Tunnelers were a great call. I don't know whose call that was, but it was a good call. Hell yeah, it yeah. was. Oh yeah. I think that was the sort of mutually agreed one. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. the tunnelers yeah. are even in my like faction prep, writing out who the tunnelers are. They're probably my favorite group of people. It's either it's either the tunnelers, or the music. Uh, wow! Don't don't hear the Renaissance on that list. Uh, no, the Renaissance <laughs> are horrible scumbags that ruined a nice parade for everybody. What? Yeah, that's true. We uh, do kind of suck. Let's be real. Did you see those practical <laughs> effects? Or amazing. <laughs> if by practical effect you mean lighting off a grenade in the middle of a float, then yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, listen, listen. It was not a grenade. It was a set bomb. It was stable. <laughs> the crowd had already been chased away. And second inspired a crowd. And dozens of people died. Yeah. No one second died. Second inspired anti authoritarian resistance. This is good, actually. I'm on our side. <laughs> anyway, you've got friends helping with this operation, so I'm going to mark that up to three. But I do have one other question. Uh, do we have any enemies or rivals who might be interfering in this operation? Um, um, well, the, the magicians don't count because it's against them. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I'm actually thinking about one person in particular who has, who has been... Uh, well... Uh, Let's talk to Scott real quick. Hey, uh, Second Sakar owes someone yeah, some money. I do. Someone who we know for sure operates in the university district, uh, or at least exists in the university district, even though I think actually Tanzo Bazaar operates more in uh, the gardens. Um, yeah. So I'm going to need to ask you, uh, just no, just as a character thing, what have you been doing to throw Tanzo Bazaar off your scent? Uh. Well, I haven't been, I've just been, like, actively avoiding him. Like, I know where he probably is, so I'm just avoiding those areas as best I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, I don't know, have I actually had a conversation with him since then? Or is this oh, just me? Oh, I presume no. Um, but we'll okay. see. One way or another, uh, I'm going to let you keep the dice, but next, but I think we'll, we'll probably see Tanzo come up uh, before the next heist. Yeah, I think that dice only comes into play like if we have foreknowledge of some other third party being involved. Yeah, I think that's uh, a reasonable way to way to call it. Okay, are there yeah. any other elements that I would like to consider? Hmm. Well, you are going up against a much higher tier target, so I'm I'm going to take mm-hmm. away a die for that. Um, mm-hmm. oh. I technically could go even to take away two dice for that, but I'm going to take away one because you are you are mostly attacking a subset of a bigger target which i'm willing to for now give you a little bit of leeway on so that means we're rolling two dice unless anyone thinks we missed anything thank you oh generous gm yeah. yes yeah we're good and if this crits again i swan to john i'm going to be done with this, this game. <laughs> we need more sixes everybody ready yep mm-hmm. yep Mother. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, yes. I'll take it. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's not a crit. It's no crit. It's, but it's not a crit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's a six. Good result. You're in a controlled position when the action starts. Welcome to Mark Experience, a podcast about embracing epic success. Right. Cool. Well, now that we're in it, why don't we take like. I don't know. Seven minutes. I'm gonna create some, get some water, create some clocks, and then we'll start to play. All right. All right. Sounds I'm good. sure you'll find some nice ways to fuck us over. It's like you know me. So you're in a controlled position, but you haven't overcome your first obstacle yet. So I would say you probably start 
right as you emerge from the tunnelers, uh, the tunnelers' tunnels, um, you probably were escorted there. I'm going to say by Teak Trundle, because Teak Trundle has become your connection to the tunnelers as like an, you know, the guy, you know, the person you would go to. You've just emerged from the tunnels. Where in the... Are you trying to go directly into the lab? Are you trying to go into the university court or just generally? Where do you end up coming out of the tunnels? I mean, it's got to be like the locker room showers in like the gym. Mm -hmm. That works. Yeah, there's a building gym. Why does it got to be that? I'm trying to think where a sewer would lead to that's inside the university. Like in the building. I mean, anywhere with a bathroom, right? Fair, fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. But a bathroom might not have like an access. No, you make a you make a good point. Any bathroom works. I'll climb out of a toilet. No, you will. Well, mm? Can you physically fit through a toilet? <laughs> Is this a red wall game now? All of a sudden, are we playing as mice? No, no, I just... <laughs> out of the hatch concealed beneath the toilet, God. Okay, cool, yes, because every toilet in Old Crescent has a hatch beneath it. Um, well, no, but the tunnelists have worked they, 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 know, they know what they're doing, they know what they're doing. All right, well, I'm, I'm into this. So anyway, uh, the group of... Uh, let's go with Locker Room. Locker Room, to me, is my favorite of the Wait, but where, so where... Is there, like, maybe, like, a drain... Like a giant drain somewhere. I guess I, I can't. Like most sewers, only have like entrances that you can go in and out of outside. Mm-hmm. Like, right. But the, bear in mind that these this is the tunnelers tunnel. So really, it can okay, emerge sure. any into anywhere in the building that you all say it does. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a sewer mm-hmm. tunnel. It could just be that they've got a door somewhere that ends up in a maintenance could, shed, or it could come up under the stage in the theater department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think we want to show up on stage. Although, to be clear, the uh, the research lab is kind of its own cordoned off space. It's, that's part of the like university campus, but isn't itself like you can't if you're if you're just generally yeah, at the university, we, you maybe can't want to get target the target the lab more directly. Yeah, I, mean, I, there... just, I mean, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to if we can go in in the lab. That's great. I'm happy to do that. Maybe yeah. like the boiler room of the lab or something like that. Yeah, I, I had just assumed. That like, like art. Just when explaining the engagement rule, then said we hadn't got past the first obstacle. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was assuming the first obstacle was lab security. Oh, for sure. Like, like getting into the the lab proper is a different step from getting into the building that the lab house that houses. Oh the lab. no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm happy to be in the building. Okay, so yeah, you're in, that, in that, building. that building. You, I like, I like the sound of boiler room. I like the sound of gym locker room. Uh, so what I'm I like for, boiler room better bo- than locker boiler room. room it is. So yeah, okay. so Teak kind of waves goodbye as he shuts the shutter over uh, over a large vent. Uh, you can hear him quietly clang back down into the tunnels. The the hatch itself sealed behind you. The four of you are in this boiler room. Big, loud, clanking wrought iron machines are heating and, you know, heating and circulating the water that runs throughout this lab. Lots of pipes and other tubes. You're in, I think, probably the basement of this three-story building where the uh, ground floor, second floor, and third floor uh, represent sort of the, the working space of the research lab. What do you do? God, what will we do without those mole men? <laughs> I heard I, that. 
Teak says as he, uh, you know, clambers down. Uh, So anyone know a way out of this boiler room? There's a door. (laughs) I should probably Uh, use that. Yes. Right. A door. (laughs) Is this character choice that you're making that Grendel Gates doesn't understand doors? <laughs> no, I think he just—he didn't see that there was a door, and was was like he was like getting his climbing gear ready or something. Like. He came out. He came out like through like the steam coming out of the boiler, and he's just like I think oh, he, this, he just brought all this lab. like heist shit along with him and was ready to use it, and was like so excited. But then there was just a door right there. There's a door right there. Uh, it is a normal yeah. door. Yeah, I, I want to go see, like, open up the door, see what's yeah, on the other side right. of it. Like, so are we in a hallway? The, the door is emerges the floor out into the bottom of a flight of stairs, the sort of flight of stairs that you would probably have seen in a school that you've attended. You know, the, the rubberized mm-hmm. surface designed to be, you know, maintainable for lots of people walking through it every day. Uh, lots of grip. Generically, it's a staircase. Okay. It leads up to the ground floor. Do we know what floor the lab's on? The lab occupies the second and third floor and most of the first floor as well, the ground floor as well. Um, mm. The first floor... Can we floor, listen for people in the staircase? Oh, for sure. Uh, but before I just want to finish this sentence, which is that the first floor is sort of half publicly accessible space. Then there's like a reception area and then a security. There's a secure passage that, led, that lets you into the rest of the lab. Um, and when I say well, secure passage, yeah, where we... you know, just like... That's just how you get in. There's one way in that you know of. Mm. Um, just to clarify, um, did we get that security pass? Uh, we can do a flashback where you get that. Yeah. Okay. No, it's just, it was where, where we left off. It was mm-hmm. it was um, implied, so it'll be a zero stress flashback mm-hmm. to have. Okay. That. Yeah. Um, but we'll. we'll cool. I'll, I'll, I will want to look at that yeah. scene. Um, because yeah, it'll yeah. be a chance for me to spin some detail. But anyway, someone asked if we could listen to the stairs. Like, just listen to see if there are any, like, guards. Yeah, I mean, to me, that sounds like a roll. Uh, it's going to be a controlled roll, not pretty much guaranteed. So what... Uh... So, I just I just need to ask quickly, because I realize it has not been said out loud, and what I'm imagining might not be true. Mm-hmm. What time of day is it? Oh, that's a good question. What time of day is it? I imagined it would be nighttime, since this is stealth and not... I would imagine nighttime when, like, people who are employed by the lab aren't there or we hope right there mostly mm-hmm. except for the or also the fact that like at least the first floor is publicly accessible and if it was daytime there would be people around <laughs> and we're in here dressed like cat burglars or whatever yeah yeah <laughs> all right Not so nighttime. Um, yeah mm-hmm. uh so i think this this like listening role is like a survey uh it's either a survey or a hunt i would say um but I mean, that, that's up to you. If Ooh, you want to roll survey, makes sense too. Yeah, if you want to roll survey, that's fine because you're kind of just getting a sense of the location or situation. Hunt here is yeah. If you're looking for something specific, I guess so. Survey yeah, probably yeah. makes more sense. My survey sure. stinks. Does someone else want to try? Uh, I've got a point in survey. I could certainly give a listen as I'm peeking out the door. Yeah, how about how about you give it a little bit of a survey? All right, uh, that's going to be a controlled standard <laughs> survey if you want it. Yeah. Also have devil's oh, bargains yeah. and whatnot if you are uh, interesting. Uh, let's save the devil's bargains. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. not your role, you know. <laughs> also, 
I open up a door and I'm just like listening. I don't think I need a devil's bargain to hear things. <laughs> God, I hope not. What would that devil's bargain look like? Uh, hey, listen, you want to you want to make a bargain? We can we can talk. We... <laughs> yeah, not, you you no. can hear everybody in a sixty mile radius, but you lose one of your ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit extreme for a devil's bargain, but I, I don't know. Would seconds a car right, like a devil's go. bargain? No, okay. he would not. He's just listening because he thinks he's got this down. Mm-hmm. That's a five. Five ain't bad. So on a f- controlled five, you hesitate, withdraw, and try a different approach, or else do it with a minor consequence. A minor complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Okay, so you you have a choice right now. You can either try something different, or you can follow through with this with reduced effect. Uh, reduced effect. All right, reduced effect it is. Um, yeah, you don't... Uh, so what do you do? You kind of stick your head out the out the door and you listen you, for maybe footsteps going up and down the stairs, not that the shadows moving, yeah. that sort of thing. There is nothing yeah. that would imply that anybody is around to stop you or see you if you go up these stairs. Okay. Then I tell everybody, coast's clear, let's go. Okay. <laughs> Something I forgot to ask yeah. before we started. Where we're going, do they have windows? There are windows around the, uh, yes, around the, the upper levels of this lab. Um, the windows are barred with very elaborate wrought iron. That, like, it's not just wrought iron, uh, wrought iron crosshatch. It's iron in spirals and uh, circles and shapes. Uh, all that are different wards against things like outside incursion and ghosts that sort of thing are there any uh cameras that we can see um that sounds like it would probably be a survey uh if you'd right. like to if you'd like I to will know more. survey for cameras even though i have no dice on yeah it. would you like a devil's bargain <laughs> uh sure okay let's think of a devil's bargain so you're you're specifically looking for cameras you say yeah uh, let's see if i can come up with a good devil's bargain related to cameras Regardless of whether there are cameras or not, someone does see you, but you see them too. Nope, don't love it. Yeah, it sounds Don't like right. it. <laughs> Bad bargain. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, All right. Nope. So that's a one. No, no. Even though it's a six oh, and a one, shit. that's a zero dice roll. So that's one die on a controlled. Um, well, at least I get to mark experience, right? Uh, no, that's a desperate. Nope. If you roll desperate, you get oh. mark experience. If you get a low roll, well, this, you get nothing. Okay, so this just doesn't have any good effect mm-hmm. whatsoever. Right. No. Let's see. Yeah. Um, so. Probably so, should, I should probably should have thought of a system since we're all just sort of standing here together. <laughs> yeah. So you, how do you, how is it that you look for these cameras? Are you just like peeking around I'm, or you, like you would, you would be able to see cameras if they were not hidden. So you must be actively looking for them, digging through something like. I, I was just looking, I think, in the corners of the room. Okay. Like somewhere where it might be. I'm not, I'm not doing anything active. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So I think. Also, what? Wait, what room is this even happening in? Are you in the landing? We're, of the we're still in the hallway. The stairwell, right? Okay, so you're, yeah. you're at the landing of the stairwell. You're, so you probably are peeking around, like behind the, uh, you know, behind the underside of the staircase, looking for something. Maybe there's a mirror there or something that they can reflect a, a camera off of. Um, and you, you certainly don't find anything out of the ordinary, but you get this prickle on the back of your neck as though something can see you. 
Um, and I'm going to tick the alerting lab personnel clock. Um, no. It's a good clock. It's a good yeah, clock. Nice. Anyway, you've now spent a good deal of time <laughs> hanging out in this stairwell looking for stuff that isn't there. Would anybody like Loitering. to do something? Um, uh, yeah. Are, you said that the first floor was kind of accessible to the public. Oh, and for stuff sure. Like yeah. That? Like, in fact, there are still probably people on the first floor. Uh, not late. <clears throat> like, I'm imagining this is probably pretty late at night. But people will like the the first floor is public areas are accessible at all hours. Well, uh, I'm going to assign to everybody that I'm going to get into position and I'm going to go to the first floor and leave you guys with NIEs. Well, I imagine we're all getting out on the first floor. Like, I don't think the boiler room stairs go up any higher. Well, maybe it would be good to send Jay Lily as a scout. So, Jay, where is Jay Lily going? Jay Lily, where are you going? I'm supposed to address the characters. Jay Lily, where are okay. you going? Where is your so, position exactly? My position, I am going to be right here. Okay, so <clears throat> so far away, blocks well, away, right by the riverside, um, mm-hmm. sort of around the corner and down a few blocks. Why? <laughs> well, you don't have Jay to tell Lily... me. <laughs> Jay is going to do what she does best. I don't think she's got a view from there. Well, I have kind of a plan. All right, we'll see how it goes. Of. Then don't forget, you okay, always have okay. flashbacks. All right, so wait, does this mean that Jay Lily wasn't with us in the boiler room, or? Or are you walking out the front door and heading over there? I figured I was walking out the front door and heading over there. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you guys about... Hey, this is all according to the plan that you've all come up with already. You left your your big wolf with us in the building? Yeah, here's your backup. (laughs) At least we have a dog. Mm -hmm. This is still... Yeah, I just want, I do just want to say though, this is, this uh, is good. This is good. uh, Kara, would you put, please read off, uh, Anais's, uh, characteristics just so that we have those clear for the oh, audience and right. the rest of the group? So his characteristics are he is loyal and independent. Mm-hmm. He's also very savage and wild. Mm-hmm. And you've left yeah. him with three people who are not you. Yeah. To be fair, I think the whole. It's okay, I'm a savage I, I think too. The, I think the way, like, independent is written in the book, like, as a cohort mm-hmm. trait, is essentially, like, you can trust them to act, like, without you having to give them orders. Okay, yep, that's true, that's sort true. Of thing. Um, well, I'm sure that'll all go fine. Let's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jay Lily, you walk up the stairs away from your group, and out the front <laughs> door, um, and take up your position at the building very far away, around the corner. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, um, who else has something that they would like to do, or should we just hard frame to the group of you trying to get into the the like getting past I got a bad feeling like, about this, guys. Way. Let's let's make this quick and get through that door. All right. What? <laughs> yeah. What door? Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, at the bottom I'm, of the staircase. <laughs> I, the door at the end ten, of the staircase. We wait fifteen seconds after Jay goes through, mm-hmm. and then we and then we also go through. Go through what? Just to create some buffer room. Where are you telling me? There's no door. Is it a hatch? If you go up these stairs, there will be a door at the top of them, but you're still at the bottom of them. Are you saying you're yes, going? We go, go up the stairs. You're going up the stairs, and you're going to go through the door at the top of those stairs, <laughs> which leads into the main lobby yes. area of this of this building. Cool. Great. Uh, is okay. there anyone in the lobby? Um, let's find out. That 
that we can see. Well, it's time for a fortune roll. <laughs> um, one die fortune roll. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, there's someone in the lobby. Um, it's just it, it, it's an it's an older gentleman, long beard, uh, kind of scruffy attire. Uh, doesn't look totally with it. Uh, passed out on a <laughs> like a on a, one of the softer couches in the lobby. Um, passed out. Yeah, like oh, totally asleep. Just be quiet. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be way worse. Um, apart from that, there's uh, there's no one there. There is um, there is a desk uh, with no one sitting at it. With a handful of screens kind of on and flickering. Uh, some of them look like they're security camera screens. Some of them look like other kind of stuff. If you were to look over the desk at these screens. Um, and then there's a door. A locked door behind the, uh, you know, behind this desk. With a button. And there's a button on the desk that opens the door. And, you know, lets the receptionist buzz people in. Mm. I, I want to take a look at those screens. Do they yeah, see to take a look into at the labs? <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's, let's do two things. Um, <laughs> thing one is these screens. Yeah. Um, so there's a security camera, which is pointed at the exterior of the lobby out through the door that Jay Lilly just left. Um, it's just watching the street. Uh, the other screen is just sort of generically a computer screen. I think there's a uh, an internet browser. Uh, I think the university quarter is one of the places where the internet is fairly good in the Enclave. Um and there's an internet browser open with a, uh, or minimized with Netflix open, or sorry, not Netflix, <laughs> the most expedient slash generic streaming service on the internet. Um, and then another window with a, a, uh, a normal, uh, time waster game open. This is clearly the this computer of it. someone who has been just passing the time. This is the magician's quarter. Okay. So it's probably like net witch or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Terrible. (laughs) What was this person watching? (laughs) The magicians. Harry Potter. Let's fucking move on. Okay. (laughs) All right. So uh, I, um, I, I look at the button and I realize that you know um, this is probably going to alert a good number of people to our presence. Like I I assume the button is is hooked up to something that. would would alert people that were there uh so instead i i whisper under my breath to to the other group members hey does anyone know how to pick a lock i i i i might i might be able to handle this um i think i'm i'm looking at the uh the computer Mm -hmm. um that has like the security stuff on yes right and i'm gonna try and figure out on if there's a way on the computer to like disable the security or uh, uh, open the door without setting anything mm. off like sort of seeing what's in place and like okay. how to get around I'm going to call that a risky limited uh something or other well, probably that's definitely this, a role would, I'm guessing this is a tinker yeah that sounds like a tinker it's it's a risky limited tinker okay um can I push myself to get oh, started? Totally. Okay. Um, and I'm prepared Risky. to offer a devil's bargain. What's the devil's the bargain? The devil's bargain is that whoever it is that left a steaming cup of coffee on the desk comes back. 
comes back to the desk now while you're using the computer. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably just a receptionist or like a night night watchman or something like that. Someone who is not yeah, going to be too much of a threat maybe. to you. But, but it's not good, is it's not it? Great. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not gonna take it. I'm just gonna do a one die roll. Okay, I'm ready for it. You got this. Mm-hmm. Six is all the way. Five. five. Five on a risky standard is totally reasonable. Um, okay. So you get into the computer. Um, and yeah, with a little bit of clicking around, you're able to access like the night watchman interface. I think probably what happened is they just didn't. Uh, they didn't lock the computer before leaving the desk, and so this whole thing is on. And Oof. what you get is a... Here's what you do. You, I'm going to reduce the effect here back to limited. You don't get to turn off anything, but you do now know exactly where all of the security zones are and what triggers the alerts there. Uh, I'm not going to go into mm. what that is right now. Instead, what I'd like you to do is mm. just whenever basically how i'm going to represent this is whenever it whenever it's relevant i will know exactly um yeah so yeah you get a sense of what the security zones are but no way to turn them off okay cool um and we still have no way through the locked door right not yet well uh, sorry you know oh sorry I was going to say, to clarify, you know we know like about the security zones is there any indication that like Pressing this button to buzz open the door would set anything off or alert anyone? Uh, yes. The lobby has an access log, which um, is part of the, the security system. Uh, it tracks button press and timing. Um, and when the door is open, also, there's a there's a generated... Uh, it, it starts to record people who are passing through. Um, and then it turns uh, okay. off. You know, it's, there, there's a, this is all, of course, very easily... Uh, accessible from this really robust watchman system that apparently this place has so and from our viewpoint there's no way up to the second floor other than this door like could we climb the side of the building and get through a window or something like that (laughs) i mean conceptually (laughs) yes but i feel like you're already you're already kind of in like that that would be let me put it this way as i mentioned all the buildings all the windows upstairs have like really elaborate like iron bars over them you'd have to get through those in order to get into Mm -hmm. an upper story window Um, right i mean at the end of the day there's a hot coffee there on the desk and second is in possession of a couple of items that might make that useful (laughs) i mean i can certainly help us dispatch of a guard without killing him uh but i also have some burglary gear if we just want to like pick this lock and hope it doesn't mm-hmm. go yeah, off for sure you could definitely tinker with this like buzz in assembly to just get in without to disengage the lock without engaging any of the security features around it that that would be a roll sound good yeah okay, okay if second starts messing around yeah all yeah. right should i should i should i help I have I have a tinker. Oh, <laughs> uh, that might be good because although I have burglary gear, I have no tinker. Okay. <laughs> okay. So maybe the way that this would go is the other direction. Second, you help with uh with Matthias's tinker, um, which means second takes mm. one stress. Matthias uh gets an extra die. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good for using my uh, burglary mm-hmm. kit. And I'm gonna say this is a risky mm. standard tinker. 
Right. Same old, same old. Yeah, be careful. Uh, Don't break that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm very careful, sucking. And to be clear, if this weren't against a tier three faction, this would be a risky great tinker because this is not a very hard thing to get through. Uh, fundamentally, mm. it's just that. And yet, I only got a four. Yeah. Well, you know, a four is not the end of the world on a risky. Um, and here's the complication that occurs. Um, you are able to open the door and it slides open and it makes a resounding like clang as it swings open. And the gentleman who has been sleeping on the couch up to this point springs up, looks at the group of you and shuffles out the door bewildered, uh, disappearing into can, the night. Can we stop him? You can resist that if you want. I want to. I want to grab that guy before he okay. leaves. Ooh, maybe not literally do that though. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe the most stealthy thing to do would actually just be to let him go, because like even though he'll alert other people, I feel like using physically violence against him would up the ante on us like significantly. Like if there's a violent disturbance in the lab, I feel like that's gonna be a much higher alert priority than just you know a, a regular break in. <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean you can still resist it without like doing that mm -hmm. <laughs> you can still resist it without attacking them yeah tell me how you resist it uh sure as he's like starting to wake up can I just run over there and use this slumber yeah, essence to put him back uh, to sleep for sure <laughs> so with that would I think be a uh what would that be a resolve resistance with an extra die for using the slumber essence is that something that you have yeah we switched ah, i got the, i got the right. i got the cane sword he got the slumber convenient mm -hmm. so that's a resolve with what uh resolve with an extra die oh okay resolve bonus dice one mm -hmm. okay uh one stress uh, with a five nice. as your highest result okay Cool, that ain't bad. All right. Um, it's just a little yeah. bit stressier uh, there. The, the gentleman springs up into a face full of... What is slumber essence? Is it like a powder or a, a liquid? Uh, well, it says it's a vial, so I'm guessing this is a yeah. liquid. So as soon as he's I getting mean, up and yawning, I'm just pouring it down his mm -hmm. throat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he slumps back down onto... I think he, he like is now slumped <laughs> over the couch as opposed to being like on it. Uh, now it's just his top half, his feet are on his mm. feet and butt are on the floor, and the rest of him's kind of leaning against it, totally out cold. The door is open. Does he? What do you do? So does he? Does he have like a guard uniform with a hat? Has he got a hat? Uh, the gentleman who is uh who is asleep on the couch. Yeah, he is uh not wearing any kind of uniform at all. Like I said, he's kind of he's probably in some fairly messy oh. flannels, long. Uh, Oh, okay. You know, long overdue for a wash, that kind of that kind of vibe. Okay, fair deuce. <laughs> I'm gonna quickly can I quickly rearrange him and make it look like he actually like fell asleep. That's gonna be a roll. <laughs> Is it? I think absolutely, yeah. You're taking the time to do something. Um which means that there's a risk associated I mean, I, with it. Maybe, let's just go through the door. <laughs> I sort of yeah, I motion like aggressively and like, mm, yeah. let's go. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I'll go for the door. Okay, cool. Anyway, you're now on the <laughs> other side of this course. security door. Uh, it shuts behind you. Sort of to your left and to your right, there's a long hallway. Directly in front of you are three elevators and another uh, stair, another doorway into a staircase. 
And then uh, there are various rooms lining the hallway. All uh, the doors are shut. Are there any security zones that we know about from the screens? Yes. In fact, there are. Each fork of the hallway has a security zone associated with it. And then also, so do the elevators. Stairs, probably. Oh, the st- I mean, the stairs do too. Sorry. And the, each of these is an individual, uh, an individual security system. But why, didn't, why, why, why don't I give the three of you a chance to think this through? And we'll jump over to Jay Lilly. What are you doing over in this other building? Way far away from the core building where all this other action is happening. So this other building, um, I imagine, is actually a two-part building, uh, which is part of a restaurant um, up top. The reason why I chose this building is because is a uh water tower okay sure there's a water tower one of those old yeah so one of those old empty ones Mm -hmm. and up at the top of this is like a little walkway where you can go all the way to the top of it Mm -hmm. and you get um a pretty good view of that building and i'm gonna be up there with my spyglass (laughs) Uh, looking, trying to look in. Okay, cool. So you have a pretty good vantage point on the, uh, you know, on the building, and I think you can see on the first floor. You can see, you know, a bunch of different, a bunch of different windows, all dark on the inside, except for one or two of them, which are lit uh, internally <laughs> by sort of a dim white glow, not the light of a, you know, of a lamp or anything that someone would be seeing by, but just the light of whatever is in those rooms. Okay. Um, on some of the higher floors, there are lamps on, and you can see the mm. shadows and silhouettes of people wandering past light sources. So, do you communicate this back to your team or anything? What uh, What do you do? Um. Yeah, I'd communicate that back to the team. Uh, hopefully, somebody knows Morse code. I would believe we do know Morse code. Morse code. But who who knows Morse code? I definitely know more. 100%. Not even a question. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that either like a walkie talkie or some sort of communicator and she's just tapping out. Okay. Yeah. I will let you have, I will let you do that for free. Um, that you're able to Morse code back to your team that, uh, that's the status of the, uh, of the building currently. Um, all right, cool. And we'll, we'll come back to you for sure. Anyway, you've just been informed that there are, that there's no one doing anything down on the first floor, but second and third floors have people wandering around. And let me tell you something that, uh, especially, uh, Matthias, you would know about the security of this building, which is that the, uh, the system itself, it, it track, what it's doing is it's tracking occupancy. It's tracking people moving through the space. It's not like taking, uh, a constant camera feed. It's just keeping track of who is there. Um, so down here on the first floor, no one is there. Um, well, except for the group Mm -hmm. of you. Um, and as you move through different parts of the building, you will kind of show up as people moving from zone to zone. As long as you're in spaces that other people are occupying, that won't kick off any alerts. So, um, we're not in a security zone right now. No, you're you're sort of on the verge of three or four different ones. The staircase, the elevators, the left hallway, and the right hallway. So could, sorry, go on. So could we sort of mask ourselves by waiting for somebody else to be in one of the security zones mm-hmm. and slipping that through? That is precisely that what point? I'm saying. 
alternate plan, we could send the dog in, have everybody be so distracted by the dog, and then slip right by. That is true. Oh, God. (laughs) We could also see a flashback. Good. This dog did already get thrown off a float. Let's not put the dog in too much danger. Oh, no, yeah, it's an um, independent dog. Yeah, though. I promise the dog yeah. will be fine. He's a wild, savage beast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, yeah, this is. It might be a good idea to like <laughs> just, just sort of like try and hide, and then like have and I go into like the secure the zone where you'll be detected so then they come down to see what's all this then mm-hmm. that sounds good oh, to me uh, okay. uh, should we have like a flashback with one of us equipping uh anais with like a smoke bomb <laughs> oh, God. come on that would be sweet that'd be funny <laughs> All right, so I'd like to take a flashback, please. All right, cool. Uh, um, yeah, that's... Depending on what you do, this is going to be a zero, one, or two stress flashback. What are you going to be doing in this flashback? Okay, so I think the flashback is actually um, me and Jay Lily. And I'm like, Jay, so I, I know you're going to be helping us and, and giving us a good eye in the sky uh, for this mission, but um, y- your dog, your pup, and I use is going to be with us, and we're really going to need some cover. They've, they've got a, they've got a really strict security system here. So do you think there's any way that we could equip NIEs to give us that cover? Um, say smoke bomb. (laughs) (laughs) So Jay is going to look down at NIEs and then look back up at, uh, up at, up at you and just sign did you have something specific in mind? <laughs> well, back in the East Street Dragons, um, we we used to have have a have a nice uh, squad of dogs because we figured you know if the fuzz is going to have them, we should have them as well. Uh, and and a, a play that we would often run with them is we would send dogs in, confuse the hell out of the opposition, and before they knew what was happening, we would uh, activate smoke bombs, completely harmless to the dogs, but causes so much chaos that before anyone knows anything happens, we're in and out, just like that. Um, She tilts her head to the side, looks down at Inais, and signs to him, smoke bomb? (laughs) 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 And then looks back up Vinci is just like she shrugs because she's not entirely sure how this is going to work. But All right, so here's how I'd like to jump in with this one. This is a two stress flashback, not to convince Jay Lily that it's okay to put a smoke bomb on this dog, but to get a smoke bomb and convince the dog to allow the smoke bomb on. Um, so take those two stress, and Anais, and Anais will have a smoke bomb on his back Dang. right now. And it's a remote, remote activatable smoke bomb. So I can, I can, yeah, uh, yeah sure. I can activate it whenever okay, I want. Okay, we'll go with that. Well, it would have to be. We didn't teach this dog how to use smoke bombs. I mean, I would, I would actually prefer that, that like Anais will like roll over over the smoke bomb to activate it or something like that. 
Okay, yeah. Dog training. training. Got yeah. it. He, he is a big boy. He's like almost as big as a horse. As, as he has a yeah, horse. He's, he's, as big as a horse. he's a dire wolf, effectively. Um, mm-hmm. So that happened. Anyway, um, back in the present, <laughs> what do you do? Do you like open the door and point up the stairs and Anais just takes off at a run? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good. All right, sounds cool. Good. Yeah, so here's the scene. Shadows. Uh, <laughs> here's the scene. You hear Anais barking excitedly as he runs up the stairs out of sight. You hear you hear him like scratching at the door on the next level. Um and you hear the door open. A surprised yelp and then a puff. And then you see a little little trickle of smoke drifting down to your level. <laughs> All right, this is our chance. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so are Let's we do just it. like are we going up through the smoke or are we going up like through a different route? Like are we going up in the lift while they're while they're preoccupied or are we just running through the smoke now that the smoke's activated? <laughs> Um, so maybe let's take the lift up to the second floor and take advantage of the commotion. Okay, the second floor okay. is where this commotion is occurring right now, so that works. All right, we haven't much time. Let's get to the second cool. floor. Um, as you get in the lift, you hear the beeping of a fire alarm. As you get out of the lift, you hear the evacuate, evacuate. There's a report of smoke in the building. Evacuate, evacuate. There's a report of smoke in the building. Um, you can't see any indication to this, though, because the smoke has become so thick throughout this hallway that uh, you can't see anything. Uh, well, that was... I didn't really think of that before. Uh... So, to be clear, you've run this play before as a uh, as a member of the E Street Dragons. Oh, yeah, that's true. Has this never so, gone this way before? Um, well, I think that... Um, yeah. Cool. So I think that... <laughs> I have like um, a bit of a fan, mm-hmm. maybe just like a, a small okay, hand sure. fan that I can use to clear. Yeah, a path. that's a zero load item to have on hand, I'm sure. So you start, you start yeah. just fanning the fanning the smoke out of the way. Yeah, and it, it just clears a path mm-hmm. directly in front yeah. of us, so we can sort of move through this. All right, with some visibility. Uh, cool. Anais comes bounding up to you, uh, dragging an unconscious, uh, <laughs> an unconscious. What what species is this guy going to be? Um, yeah, an unconscious elf by the uh, by the collar. Um, there are some bite marks and scratches, um, and uh, he is losing a little bit of blood, not that much blood, um, and has a big old drop bruise on the it. forehead. Drop it. And I just does not drop it. <laughs> uh, you hear people leaving various rooms and coughing uh, aggressively through the smoke. A group of them, I think, stumbles past you going down the stairs. They uh, they see you for sure, but they can't really make out who you are. Someone does say to the group of you, it stairs are this way. Come on. Come on. We just we've got to make sure the lab's secure. We'll we'll be right down. After oh, you. yeah, for sure. Cool. And he, he moves right on by. Um, doesn't uh, doesn't really give it a second thought. Anyway, I think this whole shenanigans is probably going to have to uh, boost the alerting lab personnel clock to two. 
Um, I, I should also mention. Oh, that's generous. Um, cool. Well, two out of four. Um, <laughs> Since I want to take full advantage of this dog mm-hmm. that we have in our possess, uh, possession, because sure. you know dogs are yeah. awesome. Um, can I or somebody else possibly take a flashback uh, to train Anais on the scent of what we're looking for? Do we have something to train him with? Well, that that would be the question, right? Uh, do we have like a maybe a small sample of what we're looking on? Uh, well, what, what we're looking what for? you're looking for is a particular lab, which you can just find by going to it. Um, mm-hmm. Once okay. you're in the lab, finding the target is a different story. But I would say for now, maybe focusing okay. on getting into the lab rather than just into the like hallways yeah. of this overall right. space is probably the thing to focus on. So we clear a path directly to the lab and. Uh, start looking around okay, cool yeah so you're yeah. you're up here on the second floor um you've cleared the smoke out and you find the the right door and um uh, this door just like the rest of them is closed it's latched um when you try the knob it does not open uh but it is not uh it is not locked by any obvious magical <laughs> means it's just generically locked what do you do? I think Who's got the tinker? This is definitely the point where we need to have the flashback of like whether or not I got. Yeah, let's let's the do that. Card. If only we had brought that sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we want to leave a path yeah. of destruction. Yeah. Anyway, Always. well, I mean, have you seen what we've done so far in our stealth missions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you've been very stealthy in that no one has really been able to see you. Um, exactly. Ish. Anyway, you're. Uh, they just saw a random dog. <laughs> like, um, this is a zero stress flashback. Oh man, this this is gonna be fun. So you, Matthias, you and Janie, uh, are once again meeting at the Harbor Shore Hotel. Uh, another one of your lunch sit downs when where Quill tacky. Oh no, it didn't go, didn't go back. I didn't, I didn't go back. I didn't go back there. I can't. I can't afford that twice in one. Oh okay. Month. Um, <laughs> fair enough. So some other some other venue. The uh, the two of you are in this bar in the cauldron, um, and she hands you an envelope, um, and says, "All right, this is the best I was able to do. Um, I convinced Glory to." Give me a, you know, a quick peek at the lab just as a friend. And uh, she uh, set up this pass for me, but I think it should work for you. Check it out. Um, and she pulls from the envelope a piece of parchment. Um, her name is on it, uh, but she has under her name, she has written in uh, sort of an elaborate blue scrawling uh, hand the, uh, the, name of the, the names of the group of you, your aliases that you go by at least. Um, the, the the card itself, this piece of parchment, this is what you need to get in. It's effectively, it's signed, uh, declaration that you're allowed in. I got glory to sign off on it, uh, without realizing, of course, who she was signing off on. And when you get past the door, this gets you into the lab. Okay. And obviously I, I'm very grateful for this and I, I don't mean to insult your intelligence here but i just want to make sure that you know you know what we're getting like i don't you know if if this manages to come back to you i'm not sure what level of security they're gonna have like that's not something i can predict at the minute you you still okay with this 
if I know you and your group, and if you do anything like what we saw the other day, I'm not worried about there being anybody left to leverage consequences. <laughs> wow. Rough. I'm looking for a repeat performance, Shake. Don't let me down. Woof. I'll try not to. Okay. And we're back in the present. This isn't going to get you in through this door. But it, it will get you past okay. something on the other side. Mm, okay. All right. So um, who's the Tinker Master? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. There was a guard or someone just like the, the dog at Harvey and then... <laughs> Oh yeah, do they have a And I used to still dragging this elf. <laughs> can we just search him without taking the elf? Just like pat him yeah, down for yeah, keys. There are keys. Let There's the dog a take ring him away. Of keys, big, you know, classic looking keys. Um <laughs> hanging off oh, of his belt. Good dog. Good take dog. It. Yeah. All right. Try these keys. One of them works. The door opens. Uh Anais uh looks glad. Uh kicks the elf away and charges in through the door looking triumphant as the rest of you follow. I presume. Um, oh, wait, shit. Anaisa's name isn't on the parchment. It, really? That's what, the dog does have permission to be here. Sorry, sir, dog. You're going to no, have to sit yeah, outside. Let's take your dog to work day. Anyway. So <laughs> no, I'm not worried about... I'm not... I'm worried about maybe the magical nature mm-hmm. of this. No, yes, not the you're in office politics. You're in the lab now. Um, and it is barren. There is nothing here. Uh, a little bit of twilight streams in through the windows. The, uh, you know, playing across a very dusty floor. The only thing in this room is a mirror. And you can see a little bit of a little bit of the light, that same light coming off of the windows coming in through uh, on the other side. It's the group of you standing looking at your reflections. Hmm. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> Who's the most Wait, savage no. of them all? That would be an ace. The dog. <laughs> Wait, does the mirror say no, anything? No, it's just a mirror. Well, I mean, obviously it's not just a mirror. This is a I'm good. Yeah, maybe this is the point where the parchment comes into things. <laughs> okay, so you hold up the parchment. Yep. Yeah. Um, is there any reaction from a mirror? Well, not exactly. Uh, here's a fun thing about the, about this, though. You hold up the parchment, and you can see that the uh, the the parchment itself, the the names on it, are written back to fr- are written f- forward to back, normal left to right letters. But if you look at it in your hand. Suddenly, it's back to front. And you realize that, that, kind of as a group, you look to your right, you look to your left, and that light streaming in through the window, that's not coming from a window anymore. It's coming from a door. And if you look out to the other side, there it is coming in through the window. You've crossed into the lab. We want to thank Lonnie, our executive producer, and Jesse Spillane, the composer and musician who wrote all of the music you've heard today, including this track, Cityscape Backdrop. 
and our mid-episode stinger, Super Bubbly. You can find more of Jesse's stuff on Bandcamp and Free Music Archive. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.